22 Sivan, Chaf Beis Sivan. Tzadik, his praise, 406. There were a number of inferences from what he said on this occasion. Again, we learned of the importance of our obligation to be with him for Rosh Hashanah. We had already known about it before, but from the length at which he spoke about it now, and from his awesome gestures, we understood even more how vital it was. This is something that cannot be conveyed in writing. We also learned that he earnestly wanted us to be with him in Uman for Rosh Hashanah every year after his death, and nothing is greater than this. We also learned how determined we have to be to break the obstacles which stand in the way of any holy action, especially the barriers against being with the Rebbe for Rosh Hashanah. These, more than any, must be broken completely. One must be so determined about being with him for Rosh Hashanah that even if the Rebbe himself were to advise against coming for Rosh Hashanah, one would pay no attention. In fact, the best thing is not even to ask him, because he would be sure to say not to come, whereas in point of fact, one must be absolutely insistent about being there. This applies to future generations as well. This concept of not asking relates to the dictum of the rabbis, that the path a person wants to travel is the path he is led in. Rashi cites the saying in his interpretation of the verse in Numbers 22.35, where Bilam was told, Go with the men. We find the same concept in the episode of the sending of the spies. Numbers 13.1, see Sota 34b. Moses himself was compelled to send them, even though he really had no desire to do so. We experience the same thing with the Rebbe on several occasions, and especially in relation to Rosh Hashanah. There were people who faced severe obstacles against being with him for Rosh Hashanah. When they asked him personally, he answered that they should not come for Rosh Hashanah. If they protested and mentioned his warnings about the importance of being with him for Rosh Hashanah, the Rebbe responded as if he were angry with them and would not listen to another word. They acted accordingly and did not come for Rosh Hashanah. But those of us who had the privilege of being with him often were able to infer and indeed we heard it quite explicitly as well, that his innermost feelings were very different. It was only because they had asked about the matter in the first place that he was obliged to speak the way he did. There is a great deal to be said on this subject. A Rav or leader who is consulted about whether one should undertake something which involves self-sacrifice will inevitably answer in the negative, even though his real desire is that the questioner should indeed sacrifice himself and break all the barriers. This is why someone who really wants to draw closer and break all the barriers should avoid asking about the matter at all. Understand this well. Another thing the Rebbe said on this occasion was that there were cases of people who all through the year were unable to receive their tikkun, their rectification. On Rosh Hashanah, however, even they could. The rest of the year, even he himself was unable to give them their tikkun. But on Rosh Hashanah, he could. He said that on Rosh Hashanah he was able to achieve certain things and make certain tikkunim, which he was not able to the, re- the whole of the rest of the year.